I'm Kathleen Anderson, part skeptic, part believer, and your host of The Eclipse. Welcome to my podcast, where I dive into the unknown, seeking truth and hope with a healthy dose of skepticism and humor. Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode seven of The Eclipse. Thank you for either sticking with us through the first six episodes or checking us out for the first time. For my new listeners, a little background on who I am. As the intro states, my name is Kathleen, but my friends call me Kat. I am a retired Air Force veteran who spends most of her days writing political commentary and spending time with my amazing and super weird family. I started getting into podcasting through my writing with The Political Insider. Thanks to a few articles I wrote on the UAP, which is Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, or what the rest of us normal people call UFO, Congressional Hearings, earlier this year, I got sucked back into the very mysterious, bizarre, and oftentimes just downright funny world of the unknown. So if something light and weird is what you are looking for with a healthy dose of sarcasm, then this podcast is definitely for you. Today, we're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. So the Bermuda Triangle, not really something I was all that interested in. My husband actually wanted me to cover the Bermuda Triangle, which surprises me because in general, he doesn't really believe in anything supernatural. So I'm not entirely sure why he was so adamant, but I, you know, he does everything for me that I ever ask. And so for you, honey... I'm doing an episode on the Bermuda Triangle. So if you don't know what that is, you obviously live under a rock. It is the famous geometric phenomenon linked to ship and aircraft disappearances. When I was younger, I do kind of remember reading up on the triangle, uh, but mostly I didn't really dive into it too much because it seemed obvious to me that it was just a myth or an urban legend. Uh, The Bermuda Triangle, it's also known as the Devil's Triangle, which sounds kind of cooler, I think. Uh, It's located in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean, kind of with like Miami, San Juan, Puerto Rico, Bermuda, kind of the, the points on the triangle. It gained traction as a phenomenon in the 1950s with a famous flight that got lost called Flight 19. The pilot, who I, I want to add, was known for getting lost. This guy was not a crack shot great pilot. Known for getting lost, was recorded as saying when he was in the triangle, we are entering white water. Nothing seems right. We don't know where we are. The water is green. No, white. I obviously added dramatic effect. I'm sure he didn't actually sound like me, but it sounds better, I think, when it sounds very dramatic. So that's very strange, right? Then there's this, you know, that kind of led to this idea that like, man, we just keep losing all these ships and all these aircraft keep like disappearing in the Bermuda Triangle. The reality is, when you look statistically, the number of ships and aircraft missing in that area is not actually significantly greater than any other area on Earth. But this, you know, episode wouldn't be very entertaining if we didn't talk about the conspiracy behind it. So the idea is, is that, you know, let's let's say there is. Let's say that there is a preponderance of ships and aircraft disappearing. Why? So one of the theories is that there's an electromagnetic disturbance 
where the triangle is. So essentially there's something about that location where magnets and compasses, well, magnets and therefore compasses, because compasses are magnets, get affected by it. Now this is not something that is unknown. This happens in the Gobi Desert too. So I think that could I think that could be something that we talk about, right? The another theory <laughs> Like I'm laughing before I even say this, is that the lost city of Atlantis is there, is under the Bermuda Triangle. This is the famed city that sunk to the depths of the ocean. Uh, it's also home to super hottie Aquaman. Terrible movie and character, but uh, I can't, his name escapes me. The guy that plays him is, is easy on the eyes. It's probably the only reason why I've ever watched anything with that character. Um, there was a blogger who, it was reported, I think, in The Independent, who said that the reason why this this phenomenon in the Bermuda Triangle is happening is connected to Atlantis is because, and I'm, I'm going to read this verbatim, while the ruined temples now play host to multitudinous underwater creatures, the great Atlantean fire crystals that once provided so much of the tremendous power and energy that was found in Atlantis still exist. First, I got to say, I need to use, you know, as a writer, I'm a fan of anybody that uses like power words or, you know, like words that just really kind of give you a good boost. Multitudinous is really, is really good. That's a great way of saying very, you know, in a fancy way, you know, a lot. <laughs> I like it. Multitudinous. I'm going to be using it all the time now. Um, let's all, like fire crystals. I'll talk about this later, but th so the, the, this blogger has this idea that these, Fire crystals are what's screwing up possibly the instruments and the ships and the aircraft and bringing them down into their watery grave. It's very dramatic. Another theory is that there's a parallel universe over or in the Bermuda Triangle. So this is kind of linked to the idea that there's a wormhole at the Bermuda Triangle. Maybe it's used by, wait for it, wait for it, aliens. Why? Probably to abduct us. I actually think, if I remember right, so please don't judge me too hard. I do enjoy Star Trek, but my mom was like a huge Star Trek Voyager nerd. You know what I'm talking about? The one with um, Catherine Janeway, the female captain, and they get super lost. And the whole theme of the show is that instead of like exploring, like leaving Earth to explore new worlds, they're trying, they're exploring new worlds by trying to come back to Earth. It is kind of an interesting concept. But I think this is actually from an episode where they come across Amelia Earhart on like a alien planet. There was a lot of weird time travel stuff in that show. But anyway, that's kind of the, the concept is that there's a wormhole in or around over whatever the Bermuda Triangle that's possibly used by aliens, who knows, to abduct ships and aircraft. Kind of of that same vein, but a little bit more Stargate-ish, which is also a terrible movie and show, is the idea of the time-space warp. So there are some arguments that there are places that could have a thinning fabric of time. So I know that sounds super weird, but bear with me. So Einstein's theory was that the gravitational pull that we experience with Earth and the sun is merely a concept that we live in a four-dimensional fabric known as space-time. That's about as far as my, like, just ridiculously small brain can handle. <laughs> I am not, I am not 
a genius. So the idea is, is that the fabric of time is thin over the Bermuda Triangle. So perhaps, like in the case of that Flight 19 pilot, he was traveling in and out of time, different time. So like Stargate, right? Another theory is that it's a gateway to hell. Not to be confused with a way to hell. This terrible rendition that I did just there, but you're welcome. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea why this is a theory. I Like when I came across it and read, there's actually like quite a lot of chatter about how the Bermuda Triangle is a gateway to hell. Um, and then the other, the final one I'll talk about is that it's, there's a naval area 51 under the water. So called the Atlantic Undersea Test and Evaluation Center. So that's an actual real thing that's in that area. It's been around for about 56 years, which is probably the most solid, solid theory that I've seen. So basically the idea is, is that all of this weird activity is due to nefarious military underwater experiments. So what are my thoughts? Uh, obviously, I think I made it pretty clear. I don't think there's a such thing as the Bermuda Triangle. We wouldn't cruise through it or fly aircraft through it, uh, which we do often, daily now. So I don't think there. I don't think it's a real thing. I do think there could be an electromagnetic disturbance. There's a like I said, like it, that's a thing that happens over in the Gobi Desert. So I don't see why it couldn't also be there, and that maybe. In the 50s, when technology on ships and aircraft wasn't as good and our satellites were not as advanced, that we had possibly a surge of missing ships and aircraft that would eventually either be found or sink, crash, what have you. Um, I, I do not think that it has anything to do with Atlantis. The myth of Atlantis involves Athens, which, spoiler alert, if, if you're not familiar with the globe or a map, is nowhere near the alleged triangle. Plus, fire crystals. What the F are those? What are fire crystals? Fire crystals sound like, like those things that were, um, uh, gosh, I wish I could remember what that that drink was, that, that alcoholic drink we would drink when we were young airmen that had the crystals on the bottom. It was cinnamon. So gross. Uh, maybe that's what fire crystals are. It kind of sounds like some lame Wakanda shit to me. I don't think it's Atlantis. I don't like the idea of parallel universes either, but that doesn't mean it can't exist. That's kind of like the idea of, you know, like maybe parallel universes, and I might do a, a whole separate episode on this, are hard for me to conceptualize, but it's sort of like the idea that maybe there's like an evil Superman in that, that comic book. Maybe there's like an evil Kathleen Anderson or a good Kathleen Anderson. There's probably some people that that I've come across in my life that don't think I'm all that good. Um, it's just hard for me to comprehend. I don't think it's aliens either. Although, if I were an alien life form that traveled via wormholes and wanted to kidnap people, picking, I would probably move it more to the middle of the ocean, right? But, I mean, maybe. Gateway to hell, not a thing. You only go to hell when you die, and only if you were really, 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 really bad. That's my belief, of course. Um, but like, let's dive into that a little bit more. So, you know, Lucifer, right? He's in charge of hell, Satan, whatever. Why would he want a gateway to hell? Like, why take innocent souls? Isn't the whole point of hell to kind of be the, like, to be in charge of all the bad people? Why have it in the middle of the water? Like, if I wanted to build a gateway to hell, 
Ideally, I'm trying to like suck as many of the bad people as I can, right? So why wouldn't I build the gateway to hell in New York City or DC or Vegas or any other like major metropolitan location that's ripe with, you know, just, you know, people who might be doing nefarious things. It just doesn't make sense. Naval Area 51. I'm going to be honest, I totally believe that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. I think that's true. It's real anyway. Like that's not a, that's not made up. It's kind of like the regular Area 51. That's the worst kept secret in the United States Air Force. So there's no question that there, that there exists. I mean, they don't call it Navy Area 51. It has a name, but it's parallel. Is it why aircraft disappeared though in ships? I don't think so. Uh, but I guess you never know. Thank you for listening, and please continue to follow us on Spotify. And please also leave a rating, preferably five stars. This helps support our endeavor by making sure our podcast shows up on general searches more often, which could help us get to where we can have advertisers. Why do advertisers matter? It allows us to monetize the podcast, which means we don't have to use my pension anymore to help purchase equipment that we need to make the podcast more interesting for all of you. So if you could please follow us on Spotify, share with your friends and give us a five-star rating. In the next episode, I'll discuss, I'll be discussing another favorite topic of my husband's time benders. Are they real? Does that explain the UFO sightings that we've seen? Or does my husband just have an unhealthy infatuation with terrible 1980s films? Tune in to find out. <laughs> Thank you again for listening, and please take the time to follow my Substack. I publish my podcasts and all my writings on my Substack, titled The Sweet Struggle. You can also find me on Twitter at, at MohawkModerate, and swing by thepoliticalinsider.com to read my articles and those of my other highly talented fellow writers. My name is Kathleen Anderson, and this is The Eclipse.